It is Friday, May 24th, and this is The Rally. Hey, everybody, Adam Giardino with you, coming at you live from Syracuse, New York, where the Rail Riders are set to begin a four-game wraparound series over Memorial Day weekend. From today through Monday, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, and the Syracuse Mets go toe-to-toe. Syracuse coming off a couple of losses to Lehigh Valley, so the standings as of right now, it's Lehigh Valley in first place, a half game ahead of Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, who is a half game ahead of the Syracuse Mets. So it is an important series, even though this is about to be game 43 of the season for the Rail Riders. Early, but never a bad thing to be battling for first place. Let's look at the highlights from yesterday as Scranton-Wilkes-Barre took the series from the Pawtucket Red Sox, a 10-8 victory in a game that never felt that close, but Pawtucket made it close late. The Paw Sox jumped on the board first in the top of the first inning against Brody Kerner. A leadoff walk, a steal, an infield single, and Mike Miller eventually came around to score 1-0 Paw Sox. But it didn't take long in the bottom of the first inning for the Rail Riders to get even. In fact, it was the leadoff man, Trey Ambergie. Two balls, one strike, leadoff man, bottom one. Smith's pitch, high drive towards left field. If it stays fair, it's gone. It is a fair ball and home run. Trey Ambergie tight ropes the third base left field line and the Rail Riders even it up one batter into the bottom half of the first inning. Grant Wilkes-Barre kept that string going with a walk to Mike Ford, a single by Bravik Valera, and Mike Tockman singled home Ford, and it was 2-1 Grant Wilkes-Barre. They never trailed the rest of the way. In fact, an inning later, they only grew their lead. It was a leadoff walk in the frame from Brad Miller, and up stepped Ryan McBroom. Bill one to Ryan McBroom, drives it deep towards left center field, racing back. This is gone! Adios and Viacon Dios to left center field for Ryan McBroom. Eighth home run of the year, and the Rail Riders lead it 4-1. So 4-1 the score at that point, but Pawtucket scratched a run across in the third inning following an Oscar Hernandez leadoff single and a Jansen Witte RBI ground out. So the Rail Riders led 4-2, but that small lead wouldn't last for long. Scranton Wilkesbury got a walk and a hit by pitch in the third inning from Mike Dockman and Tyler Wade. And it sent up Ryan LaVarnway, who had just one home run on the season. He's got just one this year. One out, runners at first and second. The one-two pitch, LaVarnway a swing and a fly ball, right center field, up the gap. The outfielders just turn around, and it's gone to the berm. Make it two for Ryan LaVarnway, and make it a third home run allowed by Smith here today. The Rail Riders open up a 7-2 lead in the bottom of the third. The catcher launched one 445 feet to right center field, and in the third inning, it was 7-2 Rail Riders. Through six innings, it was 10-3 Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, and Pawtucket put up four late runs but were never able to get even. And in front of a sellout crowd on a school day, 10,000 fans on a 10.30 a.m. first pitch, a lot of them sugar-happy children, three hours and seven minutes to complete the two-run victory for the Rail Riders. They improved to 23-19 and 19 on the season. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to chat with Portland Sea Dogs manager Billy McMillan, a veteran of the Red Sox organization in the coaching ranks. It's his first year with Pawtucket, but McMillan, no stranger to the International League. In fact, he will be inducted into the International League Hall of Fame later this year. 
And with plenty to talk about, Adam Marco wanted to know off the bat a little bit more about this Paw Sox team that the Rail Riders got to face this week for just the first time this season. Um, I would characterize our team as, as gritty. Um, although our record isn't as good as we hope, we've been in most of our games. Very rarely have we been blown out. So we compete. Um, we re we're ready to play every day. Um, but right now we just got to get over a couple of mistakes that lead to crooked numbers being put up by the opposition, which unfortunately for us has put us on the, the losing side of more ball games. But um, I couldn't be more proud of, of the work that the guys put in and, and understanding of the game and trying to learn and get better. And um, at the end of the day, it's our job to prepare guys to go play in Boston. And we've already sent several guys up that have been competing and contributing at the major league level. So that's for for now, we, we feel like we've accomplished something. We just want to keep that going. Didn't struggle to put up a crooked number in the first inning of the first game of this series. Six runs up on the board on Tuesday night, and you're getting it you know, top bottom through the order. Everybody was contributing throughout the course of the game. If there were any struggles offensively, it did not appear that way in game one of this series. You guys looked, even though you traveled day of, looked on point, ready to go from the first pitch and on. Oh, it's a grind. We we know that 27 outs is hard to, to get, and so, you know, there's still some stuff to clean up, even though we had a pretty productive night last night. I mean, we I think we had double-digit strikeouts. Um, we had a couple runners at third base that we didn't get in. So there's always things to work on, to improve on. But um, I was I challenged the guys before the game that said, hey, look, tough day, long travel down, four and a half hours, um, earlier game, 6.30 game. Just go out there and, and compete, and, and they answer the, the, the call. Um, now, if our pitchers would have answered the call, then maybe we could have um, breathed a little easier throughout the game. But, you know, at the end of the day, they, they did enough to win last night. At the least, avoid three hours and 49 minutes worth of baseball. Talking with Billy McMillan, you played not in this park per se, but in this footprint. 235 games, a career 288 average while playing for the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Red Barons. You played under manager Mark Bombard. What do you remember about Bombi as a skipper? Um, I really liked how honest Bombi was. Um, if you had a good day, he would say, hey, great job. If, if you didn't do so well, he was honest and blunt about how you performed. But, but more importantly, um, his desire, his will to, to win. I think he imparted that on us every day. And even though we didn't win a championship we were, when we were here, we did go to the playoffs one year. And it really hurt that he couldn't lead us to the championship. I mean, I think he took it worse than most of the players did. And so um, I've taken that with me since my days playing here in the late 90s um, to be ready to play and compete every day and, and give it my best. And, and Bombi was a big part of that in my career. We'll honor him on May 31st. You're being honored by the International League this year, inducted into their Hall of Fame. What does it mean to you to be recognized as one of the great players in this league's so very long, expansive history? Well, when Randy called me, I thought it was because I had an outstanding fine and, and I had to settle that before <laughs> I was able to manage in this league. But um, quickly into the conversation, he told me why he was calling. And, and to be quite honest, I'm, I'm shocked. Um, I, I think about some of the players that have come through this league and, and for – a group, a committee to 
remember and acknowledge what I did here. I'm, I'm really um, pleased and blessed for that. But at the same time, that means I spent a lot, a lot of time in the International League, which means I didn't play in the big league. So um, it's kind of like bittersweet. But um, on June 22nd, the Pawtucket team, they're, they're going to have a ceremony. My wife and kids are going to come up. My dad, he's going to come up. So we're going to try to make it a festive occasion. But, um, yeah, who, who would have thought I would have made the International League Hall of Fame? Uh, that was so far from my, my thought processes, and so I'm, I'm extremely proud of it. Again, that was Paw Sox manager Billy McMillan on the pregame show yesterday. And that's going to do it for us today here on the Rayleigh. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. And you can catch the call of the action tonight in Syracuse. It's a 6.35 p.m. first pitch, 6.05 pregame coverage on the Real Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB first pitch app as well. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.